27 of Hashtag No Filter. I'm so excited for you to hear this episode. It is such an interesting one. It's with Dr. Brittany Barreto, and she's the founder of Faramore. If you're unfamiliar with Faramore, it's a dating app that measures your compatibility based on physical chemistry and social alignment. So it's a science-based dating app, and it's the first of its kind to use a DNA kit to find love. Yes, I'm totally serious. This is a thing, and it's genius. I, I wish I thought of it. I didn't think of it because I, I have no, um, science is not my thing, not my forte. I think my, um, my high school science teacher, Mr. Mavronicles, probably, I was probably one of his least favorite students if we're, if we're keeping it real. Uh, but it was, science is definitely Brittany's thing. And she came up with this incredible idea that I think could be the future of dating. I mean, I don't see why it, why it wouldn't be. I mean, you basically, you download this app, like you would download any other dating app, but then you get your Faramore DNA kit, you swab the inside of your cheek, you send it off to them, and then you go on a date based on your likes, but also your chemistry, more importantly. And it it basically, Brittany will explain this, but it it's a genetic analysis of attraction that tells you how much chemistry you're going to have with this person. Because what I learned, which I didn't know, is that it's all based on DNA and your immune system, which I had no idea about. Like, what? So I just think this is such a cool concept, and I don't see why you wouldn't do this. Like, this makes so much sense. Uh, I mean, it's literally science-backed. So anyway, it's fascinating. But beyond Faramore, Brittany is just such a dynamic woman. And she has had her own struggles in her personal life with um, mental health. And she's going to talk about that. And she also was told no a lot. When she first started to go for funding, people thought she was the assistant. You know, maybe they're expecting a man or they're expecting someone else. But she, she, that she, it's not like she just, you know, thought its idea, went for funding, and it was boom, 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 done. I mean, she definitely was told no. She kept pushing. She was so passionate about it that she just kept going, and here we are today. But it was just, we had such a great conversation. We talked not only about the app, also about her personal life, also about her love story and dating in general, and it was just really, really interesting. And if you're not a science person, don't click away because I am not a science person, as I said, and we don't talk all about science. I mean, when we do talk about science, Brittany dumbs it down to my level, so I promise you'll be okay. Uh, but it, it's not, that's not, I don't want you to think we're just, you know, going to talk about science. It's There's so much more to it. And yes, it goes back to science because that is what this app is based on. But it is just, I learned so much and I was so fascinated with everything Brittany was telling me. So I really think you're going to love this. Um, definitely keep on listening. And I would love to hear what you think about it too. And if you do go on Faramore, I kind of want to hear your story. You're going to love it. So keep on listening. And here's Dr. Brittany Barreto. Welcome, Brittany. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much of for having me. Of course. Thank you. So as I said in the intro, we have Dr. Brittany Barreto here today. And I am so excited to talk to you about a lot of things. We have a lot to unpack in yes, this in this definitely. episode. Um, so first, before we really get into it, give a little background um, synopsis, your story, how you got here today. Sure. My name is Dr. Brittany Barreto. Mm-hmm. I am CEO and co-founder of Faramore. Mm-hmm. Faramore is a DNA-based dating app that's nationwide, where singles can download the app for free, create a profile, buy a DNA kit, and then figure out who they're most compatible with based on their DNA. And are you the first of uh, your kind? Like, I've never heard of this yeah. until you... That's so... First of our kind, but the science behind attraction uh, using DNA is actually uh, very old. So it's been about 30 years scientists have known that you can predict who's attractive to who because of your DNA. But I was right. just the first geneticist who was a hopeless romantic swiping endlessly. Yeah. And there's got to be a better way. And uh, read these papers and said... Heck, I'm gonna use science yeah. to find love, and might as well help everyone else. Yeah, why isn't everyone doing this? Yeah. It seems. Why wouldn't you do this? Uh, so, <laughs> so how did you get into this? How? What's your background? Um, my background is uh, biology and genetics. Uh-huh. Um, I'm actually the first person in my col- in my family to go to college. Wow. Um, and I always loved science. I'm definitely right. a nerd. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> love it. <laughs> and um, in college, I was in a genetic seminar, and we learned about how scientists for decades have been able to predict who's attracted to who because of their DNA. And I rose my hand and I was like, Professor, could I make a geneharmony.com? And he kind of looked and rolled his eyes and scoffed and was like, I mean, I guess you could, but that's really weird. Oh. And everyone kind of looked, they're like, Brittany's so weird. She says such weird Stop. things. Stop. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. So this was a while, like... This is almost 10 years ago. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, that's so cool. One day I might make Gene Harmony, you know? Connect people using their DNA, but... And... 10 years later, yeah. Wow. Um, So what was your path from 10 years ago to now? So my path was that I am a... a female who is not encouraged to drop out of college and pursue crazy dreams. So this is certainly not a Mark Zuckerberg, Steve Jobs kind right. of story, right? Uh-huh. It's a woman who had a crazy idea but said, well, society says I should continue to get an education. And right. so I did that. And actually I'm very grateful for it because sending your spit in the mail was not hot 10 years ago. <laughs> no one was doing it yet, right? I right, was ahead right. of my time. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, and also it was geneharmony.com. It wasn't an app. I had a right. Blackberry at the time. Right, so like, right. Just, like, what wasn't right, the Blackberry. Yeah, yeah. Blackberry. yeah. So I'm grateful that I, I stuck to my studies, um, graduated from college, went on to do my doctorate in molecular human genetics at Baylor College of Medicine here in Houston. Right. That's what brought me down here from New Jersey. Got it. And, um, you know, the thing that really pushed me into it was uh, trying to figure out what my career path was going to be and knowing that I had way too much personality to work at a lab my whole life. <laughs> totally. Um, and I loved animals too much to work for a pharmaceutical company mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and was like, well, heck, what does that mean? Like, right. What am I going to do? I love DNA. I really love DNA. Wow. And I love humans. Like, what does that mean? What am I going to do? Uh, I started taking some entrepreneurship classes and realized like that that's my tribe. Oh my God. And um, but I would tell people like, well, I only have one crazy idea for a DNA based dating app, and they were like, that's not crazy. That sounds like really like a good idea. Like you genius. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was in 2016. Um, after some really personal growth, I mm-hmm. um, actually struggled with PTSD, mm-hmm. and in 2016 that summer, I actually went inpatient for 30 days for treatment for PTSD. Oh, wow. And um, I like to share that story because it's yeah. certainly not a, like, everything fell into place. Everything was so perfect. Like you had wonderful, you know? road bumps to overcome, lots big ones. Lots and lots right. of road bumps, lots and lots of challenges yeah. and, you know, obstacles. And uh, that was a big one. Um, and when I came out of that, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to be more authentic, more true to myself. Yeah. And so I stopped saying... Well, I only have this one crazy idea. And so I'm being like, I have this wonderful idea. Yep. And it's going to change the world. <laughs> yes. You know? And then that's when. And then I pitched it at an accelerator program. Oh, and my And then my co-founder and the rest is history. Oh, my God. Yeah. So now, Theramore, so where, how does it work? Like, just uh, how, do, how can someone get on the app? So someone can just go to the App Store. Right. We are uh, iOS and Android. Go to the App Store, download for free, make a profile for free. And it's like a typical dating app where okay. you have pictures, right. you have a bio. Something really cool that we do is we ask you if you'd like to link your Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we will actually data mine your likes and your hashtags from Twitter and Facebook and auto-populate your, pro- your profile for you. Oh, my gosh. And one, that saves you time. And yeah. two, it makes a more authentic profile because as someone who swiped for four years aimlessly, yeah. um, I was looking at profiles that all just said that they loved adventure and they were super laid back. And I was like, what <laughs> no, they, that they, they can go out and party or they can sit on a couch with a glass of wine. <laughs> yes, Not typically. Yes. Right, right. And I was like, all right, the, I'm literally swiping based on the same bio. Like, do they even know they have the same bio? Right, right, right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um. Wow. So, I mean, because the, the dating app, dating sites, all that, it's saturated. It's a saturated yeah. industry. How have you um, kind of stood out? How are you standing out? Like, what's your plan? How, I mean, to go into a space that is crowded yeah. and you're doing something so different and unique and genius in my mind like why why aren't we all just meeting people this way it makes sense well you know i think uh it's gonna take a little time it takes some more time for people to catch on to it it's definitely innovative right you know and usually innovation sounds scary similar to how amazon asks you to put your credit card online and people are like that sounds scary right (laughs) right right everyone's like go to the store (laughs) like yeah what who does that (laughs) and so right now we're still kind of in the era of like no 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 this is this is the future, like, and it's okay. And yeah. That's why. So yeah. We're still, we're still growing consumer. Yeah, because you're still fairly there. new, right? Yeah. Right. But the market, yes, it's saturated. There's a ton of dating apps. Right. Like they come, they're coming out every day. Yeah. Right. But my opinion is that they are not effective. 
and right. their goal right. is to keep you on the app and mm-hmm. to keep you swiping and to keep you within the Correct. carousel of first dates, right? Yes, yes. And so Faramore's objective is to find you real connection yeah. using science. Science, know? right. <laughs> and the people that sign up are committed and they're invested in right. finding love because they're sending in their DNA and waiting two weeks to get the results, right? Like, these are people that are like, hey, I'm busy two Fridays in my life, no worries. Like, I'm good. Right, you know? right. If you're going to help me find the person, the love of my it's life. It's worth it's waiting. Exactly. And when, so how does it work? So you send the, yeah, yeah, how does that part work? No, no, I'm just like, I'm now, I'm like, how does this work? (laughs) Download the app, write your profile, um, and then you purchase a DNA kit within the app. Okay. And we send you a box in the mail. Okay. Direct to your house in a discreet package that no one will know. Okay. Okay. Um, You swab your cheek, simple cheek swabs, like a little Q-tip. You brush the inside of your cheek. You mail it back to us. We provide the postage and everything. Right. Just drop it in the mail. It comes to us. We send the la- the swabs to the laboratory. We isolate the DNA from your cheek swells on that swab. Wow. And then what we do is we sequence the 11 genes for attraction. Okay. So the 11 genes for attraction are actually the same genes as your immune system. Huh. So science has shown that the more different your immune system genes are, the more likely you are to be physically attracted to one another. So the, really? uh-huh, so the old saying, the opposites attract, is biologically true. Really? Yeah. And it's all about when we were cave women and cavemen, we didn't know who was our uncle, right. who was our cousin, and we had to use our nose and our pheromones to figure out, well, if that person's immune system is different than mine, we're probably not related, and therefore our babies would be healthier. Wow. Uh, crazy, right? Wait, I, d- well, I definitely didn't know that. I mean, why would I know that? It, that's crazy. Yeah, and so actually the entire animal kingdom operates like this, and humans are no different. So opposites really do attract. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so then once you get it, and then how does it then work from there? So the lab gives us the raw data, and again, we only look at your 11 genes for attraction. Right. I don't know about your diseases, Got your it. ancestry. I don't know. I don't know anything about right. that. Only your traction genes. We take that raw data and Fairmore in-house has built these algorithms to figure out who you're going to be compatible with and what manifests on your app, on your screen, is uh, a match report. So you're able to see 10 singles every day and each one has a match report. And within that match report, you're going to see three scores, a social alignment score, how many things you have in common. But how, and they'll know that from the DNA. That, that's from the social media part. Oh, the social yeah, media part. Yeah. Okay. And then the DNA is your physical chemistry part. Because the right. DNA is really, it's just about good sex, actually. R- really? You know? Yeah, it's about pheromones. It's about physical attraction. So that's, oh, so that, so the <laughs> DNA that you're getting is really for the physical attraction it's part. It's for love at first sight. It's for Shut like up. how sweaty are your palms going to get. It's about like how... And like, like it's not, obviously it's science based. So how, does this, this work? I mean like, yeah. like you know people that have done this DNA and they've like fallen in love. Um, so not only do I know them, I am one. Um, <laughs> I know that. Did I yeah. miss that in the bio? <laughs> Shut the... Yeah, so I was swiping for like four years and now I've uh, taken a DNA test and I found the love of my life. No. Yeah, he's so, wonderful. He's so wonderful. So... That, like both of you did the DNA thing. Uh-huh. Did you do it through your app? Like um, what, or I guess so. It was I nice. Actually, the truth of the matter is, um, it wouldn't be very ethical as a founder to be on my own dating app. Right, so right. I was doing some market research on another dating app. Okay. And this guy sent me a message, and I was like, "This is actually a really good message." And he's got a pretty good profile, and I messaged him saying. Hey, I just want to be honest. I'm the owner of a DNA-based dating app. Will you take a DNA test? And he was like, to meet you? Like, yes. Stop it. And so I sent him a DNA test, and we were 90% compatible, like top 10%, like very, like very compatible. And we've been dating happily for five months now. Shut up. Uh Uh-huh. I know. So had you, so if someone's only compatible, let's say 60%, I don't know, does that mean they won't? Definitely. Like, how does it work? Like, it's up to you if you want to meet the person, I guess. Right. Right. That's right. right. So, um, I try to tell people, you know, we're not asking you to swab and then we're going to mail you your soulmate. There's still human will. Of course. There's still, you know, isms depending on what city you live in and, you know, what, um, maybe you're part of a certain religious background. Right. 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 Important to you. And so that's why Paramore, we don't mail you your soulmate. We say, hey, here's 10 singles for today. You get to pick. And you want to date someone who's ten percent compatible? Go for it. Right. We're just gonna. This say, is what we're like, giving. Hey, like, right. Yeah. Like you signed up for it yeah. to get this. And so what we're doing is we're empowering people. We're wow. not telling them this is the way it is. You need to do this. We're saying, hey, you're you're a free will individual, but here's some data to more strategically date because you're busy. You don't have time to 
going right. to go on first dates this week. You Wait, know? that is so wild. I still can't get over that. So, oh my God. So, and then you get 10 a day. That's 10 a, a day. 10 a day. 10 and a day, yeah. it's not a swipe thing. Though. I should not, have like downloaded no, the app. No, I'm not single, but just to see. <laughs> I love you, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> um, but how does it work when in the app? So in the app, you get to see, it's like a little uh, carousel of 10 profiles. Okay. You can kind of uh, sway through them. But you click one, it opens up, you get to see all their pictures, their bio, their interests, and at the bottom you like or pass. Got it. And if you um, both like each other, we will make you a match, quote unquote. Sorry, I'm on a podcast. Yeah, we're doing quotes. (laughs) (laughs) You're a match at that point, and then uh, you can then start messaging. Um, I want to give you a little inside scoop, though, on this podcast. Everyone listen. (laughs) (laughs) That um, if... uh, we're building right now, though, that every day you'll have two guaranteed matches based on your DNA. But don't you get the 10? Oh, oh that's separate. That's, so the what? 10 is like you get to decide if you like them or not. But what we're going to start oh. doing is saying, hey, we're going to automatically match y'all because you're DNA compatible. Like, oh. Yeah, and then you can just immediately start ma- t- texting with them. Because unless you connect, you can't yeah. start messaging, yeah, which I yeah. like. I think that's – I like that, I like that. As a woman who uses dating apps, right. I liked it when we only have, you have to like someone and they have to like you back before you start messaging. Right. But what we've realized on our app is that there's a lot less, like, skeezy people on there. Yes. And there's a lot more people committed to, They're like, taking it seriously. Right, yeah. right, right. And so even if you're automatic DNA match every day, maybe one of them is a weirdo, you can just unmatch them. I you see. You okay. But them. you're really getting 10 a day? Yeah, ten. you get 10 a day. It's a yeah. lot of choice. Like, yeah. that's great. Yeah, and what we found is that um, people who do the DNA test on our app, because we don't require it, we understand oh, you don't. Like, okay. this is new, like, check it out, right. profile, right. like, just see it. But um, the people who do buy the DNA kit get 26 times more matches. Well, right, because they did that. Yeah. So you have people that are on there that have not that aren't doing the DNA, but then they're not getting the DNA match part. Yeah, so, okay, but they can still yeah. be on a dating app. Yeah, right, yeah. right. No, that's great for the. Oh my, yeah. wait, I still can't get over. Okay, so now people are. So when you're on, let's say, another dating app that's not a science based one, another one, we don't care about yeah. the name of it, and you see like a good looking person maybe on your end, the the DNA part makes it so both of you are, are attracted to each other. Is that what it's, is that, like, we, I'm, I don't know science. Like, just dumb it down for me. Like, hot, like, you know, you, cause you see hot guys, you know, yeah, or girls yeah. on apps, websites, wherever. Yeah. The science part, though, brings both of the compatibility. Yeah, to- the science part lets you know, hey, this is someone you typically think you might want to match with and go on a date with. Right. But science says you're not going to jive. Got it. Okay, you know? okay. And so on our app, what happens is we are, helping you figure out who you should go on first date with right. rather than date based on Snapchat filters. Correct. Because that's what people are doing now. Right? I see what you're and saying. Okay, yes, 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 yes. And um, this is uh, science-driven love. Right? Science-driven, science, right. Yeah. It's so crazy because, you know, you think, like, and it's so funny because you're, like, I'm a hopeless romantic and you're, like, this, like, science, like you said, you're a nerd, like, yeah. or whatever. I mean, you don't seem like a nerd, but a nerd's a great thing. But, like, you, like, science and love, you don't automatically think, like, but I love that, that you've really, like, combined the two. Yeah, and it's so great. So how did it start? I mean, you had to go into, the, and I know when I we spoke before and through emails, you, when you were going to look for funding and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, a lot of these are male-driven, oh, yeah. you know, venture capitalists, mm-hmm. how... How was that process? Well, I um, uh, started going to pitch competitions and was asked where the CEO was because I was obviously the assistant who was just bringing the PowerPoint. People and, said that oh, actually? Yeah. They like, oh, where's your CEO? Like, are you just here to drop off the PowerPoint? And I was like, no, 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 it's me. Hello. Oh, my gosh. And so I started, I did uh, uh, something crazy, which I hope I am wildly successful so I can tell everybody about the story. Yeah. I started to wear a lab coat while I pitched. Which, if any actual scientist saw me wearing a lab coat while wearing doing a PowerPoint, they'd be like, why are, why are you wearing a lab coat? <laughs> you oh, know? right, but right. showing up in a lab coat made people be like, oh, hi, Dr. Barreto. Like, please, come to the stage. Like, how can we help you, you know? Oh, my god. And literally just wearing, wearing a white coat enabled people to respect me more. Um, mm-hmm. It gave me a title, right? Mm-hmm. Even though I already right. had a title, the coat gave me the right. real title. Right, And, um... I honestly, I felt safer on stage okay. in, a, in a lab coat. It's yeah. not very flattering, but that's what I wanted. I was, I wanted them to not look at my curves, and I wanted them to look at my right. business plan. Right. You know? Yeah. And so I mentor female founders, and, you know, sometimes they come for, like, a mentoring session, and they're wearing the cutest little dress. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I love that dress. 
please never wear that to a pitch. You know? Is it like, is it because like people aren't taking you as seriously because you're in a cute little thing? I like, think it's not taken as seriously and also quite candidly distracted. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I've, I've had so many pitch before I started like really figured out the game. Right. Um, I would end a pitch and the first person was like, and by the way, you look so great up there, and I'm like, why? Are you but that's not that? the point, <laughs> right? Right. Thanks, you know? but yeah. <laughs> right. So was that hard? Like, how were you ever um, discouraged, or how do you? Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. So course, what kept yeah. you like? You're like, I'm doing it. Like, you just felt so passionate about um, it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, um, yes. Yeah. Um, but I felt like um, I knew I had. I do have believers, right? I had believers, and yeah. I have a lot more now. Right. And so the few people that did, you know, stand in my way or make me question why I was doing this were fewer and far between, and the the believers and the supporters and the few women investors that do exist were there to say, like, thank goodness there's a female founder pitching today because I want to invest in females, you know? And so, um, and I'm also just somebody who loves to go against the grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I had to get out of academia because I'm very much about, like, red tape and taking things slow. And I'm like, I like to be radical. Right, (laughs) right, totally, totally. Yeah. With anything, right? So um, being a a scientist gone entrepreneur in the South right. um, who's a female CEO founder <laughs> trying to sell a dating app but it's also biotech yeah like, it's super innovative I mean I I think I'm the reason at pitch competitions they have a category category called other you yeah, know because they have yes. like medical device cybersecurity yeah you know, yeah consumer products and they're oh like my. other <laughs> and that's that's you <laughs> but so were you you were told no a lot yeah, what, oh like, my gosh, yeah. Totally. Wow. Um, I mean, especially here in the South, pitching in Houston, in the Gulf, um, there's a lot of people that cannot look past that, uh, and I know we've actually been speaking a lot about it, so Fairmore is a dating app, right. but what I my company actually is, is a um, data company and a uh-huh. technology platform. Right. So what we're doing is we have the dating app, but we actually also are about to launch a couples website called wehavechemistry.com for really? couples to find out their compatibility using Wait, I want to do it. Is it yeah. up? Is well, it live? Um, we are taking pre-orders. I'll sign you up today. Wait, yeah, I want to do sure. it. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> and then we're also about to start offering our DNA kits to matchmakers and other dating apps right. to integrate it because what we realize is that we are scientists. And right. We love the dating app space. We love growing it. The market, yeah. da, da, da. But it was kind of a way to just validate that the market is willing to buy DNA kit to find love. Right. And that um, that it's a legit thing. You know, right. first to do it. So we had to prove that the market wants it. So now we can. Uh, the market actually told us the couples were like, we want to do it. We want to do it. Right. So we're like, okay, okay, okay. Okay, we'll, we'll do it. We'll Wait, website. I love so that. So we're launching the couples website. But then we also thought our goal as a company is to. Um, end isolation through innovation, right? Wow, And yeah. so that's not going to happen if we just keep the DNA test to ourselves. Right, it's right. It's going to be more effective. We're going to find more people love. We offer our DNA kit to matchmakers who are doing a fantastic job of matching people, but they they can't predict who's going to feel sparks right. when someone kisses, right? Right, but My adding this element... Them. Yes. Right? My kit them well, we were endeavors. talking about it before we started recording, and I actually haven't talked about it at all in the podcast, so we'll get into it another time, but about um, a venture I'm involved with, it, a matchmaking company, and we were saying, and I was like, my business partner and I were talking about how our, all of us are having the same goal. We want we want people to find love. Like, we mm-hmm. love love. Yeah. We might be nerds. We might be yeah. like, I'm just yeah. crazy, but I love love, and I love all that cheesy stuff yes. at the end of the day, and we all have the same end goal. Like, we yeah. want people to find love, so yeah. why aren't we working together? Exactly. We can all succeed. We exactly. can, you know. Yeah. So we're going to talk offline later about that. <laughs> yeah. But um, but that's true. I mean, why not partner? There are so many dating apps right now that their goal is just to monetize you endlessly, right? right? right. And their goal is not to actually help you find love. And that's Because why, the more you're on the app, the more money they're making from their advertisers, right. blah, blah, right. blah. Yes, yes. And so, um, you know, again, I'm, I'm a rebel. I'm trying to change the game. I'm trying to move paradigms, right? Right. And so I have a DNA-based dating app, but I want to offer my kit to matchmakers and other dating apps that share our value set and try to find people love right. and, and assist them in doing that. Right, because someone might be on, not going to make any names, on that <laughs> app that's like, I mean, I know my single friends are like, I go, I go on that, you literally go on that for a one night stand yeah. or for a hookup. Yeah. We're not, you know, so that app might not be one that wants the DNA yeah. kit, but yeah. there's another one that oh, I know yeah. all my friends are meeting people on and they might want that. So yeah. why not partner? Yeah. The more, I feel like the more 
fish that are out there, I mean, people are going to find love. I mean, why not? I love that. So it's like, what is it? Community over competition? Collaboration over competition? Something in the blogger world. Um, (laughs) Well, in the blogger world, in the science world. In the science world, yeah. In the science world, I mean, one person, one laboratory may be an expert on a certain protein, but this lab over here is this expert on this. Right. And when you collaborate, you can publish way more papers than if you try to do it all by yourself, right? So I think, you know, being a scientist, entrepreneur, more scientists need to become entrepreneurs because entrepreneurship is all about pilot experiments. It's about, hey, before I throw my whole budget into this marketing campaign, let me do a mini one. Right, And so how that relates into science is that scientists don't want to spend the rest of their life on one experiment, right? Right. So they say, hey, 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 I have this crazy idea. I'm going to do a little mini one that I'll never tell anyone about. I won't publish it, but I'm just going to do a mini one. It'll take me one day at a time. Right. Prove to myself that it's actually a pretty good idea, and then I'll invest, you know, the next month of my PhD or whatever right. into doing this experiment. Right. And so I've literally taken that exact mindset from science and right. brought it into entrepreneurship, where I'm like, "Hey, like we're gonna be humble, mm-hmm. very quick to say, hey, I had an idea and it was wrong. Right, <laughs> the right, right. Said no, yeah. Pivot, you know. And then pivot. I love that pivot. <laughs> I've been talking about that with someone. How I love that that whole notion of pivot. Okay, uh-huh. let's go to the yeah, next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yep. my current investors, they're like, it's so great to, uh, it's refreshing to have a CEO without an MBA because you're so willing to be like, I was wrong. Yeah, that's <laughs> and isn't that such exciting? a good point. We figured it out that I was wrong and we're moving on to something else. Right, and right. Like, MBAs are a little bit more stubborn. They're like, the market just doesn't know what they want. Right, like, oh my God. I'm like, Hey, the market told me I didn't have a good idea. It was, we're going right, to change it. Right, right. So what advice would you give to someone, a woman um, specifically, mm-hmm. starting, um, trying to start their own thing, whatever it is? And because you said you've been you've been told no a lot. You, you've had, what's your advice for them? Um, number one, don't quit your day job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, yep. Uh, keep paying your bills. Yeah. Keep finishing. You know, I started the company... And I wasn't done with my doctorate. So for right. one year, I was the CEO of a startup that I was funding, and I was a PhD student. Two very, very stressful full-time jobs, uh, yep. right? <laughs> But I was, like, determined to finish that doctorate because I knew I need. I wanted to be Dr. Brittany Barreto. I had oh worked way too gosh. freaking hard to drop out in the last minute. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So don't quit your day job. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the second advice is surround yourself with believers mm-hmm. because you will doubt yourself several times a day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and by several times a day, I mean like alternating like minutes. Like yeah. this minute, you're yeah. going to think you're yeah. the next Facebook. This minute, you're yeah. like, why am I doing why this? Why am I doing this? this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so much doubt. And then if you have people that also are not believing in you, then oh, you're really just oh, fucked. You're <laughs> right, 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 right. you got to right. surround yourself with believers. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, and and surrounding yourself with a, a few female mentors that are not afraid to tell you how it is. Right. Um, that includes a female mentor that is uh, maybe two years ahead of you. Okay. And then one that's maybe five to ten years ahead of okay. you. Okay. Because the one that's two years ahead of you has some really, really pertinent advice that is recent, right? Right. And yep. um, the one with five to ten years... They have advice that, you know, when they're like, yeah, 10 years ago, I was in your position. And you know what? 10 years today is like a new world. It really you know? is. It really is. <laughs> and so I have mentors that, you know, are, I would say, like my female investors. They're, they're my mentors that I hope to be in 20, 30 years. Right. They don't have my day-to-day advice. Right. You right. Know? Makes sense. They have sense. like bigger wisdom advice. That yeah. Because they're older and yeah. they've been in the game longer. So yeah. in on the topic of mentors, I've actually been like thinking, like just thinking about this lately. I don't know. It must have come up in a conversation how does one go about finding a mentor like do you just like knock on someone's door like what's your how did you go about that um you know what people love to give advice yeah yeah <laughs> you're so right people are always like how do i find a mentor i'm like literally if you tell anyone that you think that they're smarter than you and you want to hear from them they're gonna say yeah like, oh well thank you right right you. right so that, yeah. um i think that uh also mentor offers Frequently is stated singularly, so one mentor. Man, you're limiting yourself if you have one mentor. Right. You need a mentor for just being a female badass. Right, right, right. You need a female mentor who... um, has done entrepreneurship. You right. You need a female right. mentor who also has gone through the same struggles as you. You right, know? Right. You need a, like, it's not just one men, person. Men right. Mentor, yeah, men, yeah, female, yeah, female or men. Right. I have tons of men mentors. Right, as well, right, right. And so they're obviously, they're not mentoring me on, like, how do you pitch while you're pitching, no. right? They're, right, right, they're right. They're right. mentoring me on, like, um, <laughs> Others, other, <laughs> other things. Stuff, right? So have, and is it, like, how, because I know that, you know, there's a lot, like, people don't, 
because a lot of people, I've even gotten emails and I'm not like, I, I feel like I can't even consider myself a mentor because I'm like not, I don't know, but I've gotten emails where like, can I pick your brain? Yeah. And it's, I don't know, like there's, I've read articles where you can't just email someone and say, what are they going to get out of it? Yeah. So like, how is it like an, an arrangement between you and your mentor, your mentees, whatever, yeah. or you're the mentee? How does that work? Like, are well, you, um, like they take you under their wing? Like, how does it? So first I'd say, um. When I go to, like, an event, especially in the beginning when I was, like, yeah. seeking mentorship, yes. like, I got it, I need somebody in entrepreneurship to mentor right. me, I would go to events or networking events, and I would find somebody that I was like, they know a lot of stuff. I want to know more. And so what I would do is I'd email them and say, hey, may I buy you a coffee? May I bring you lunch? You know, I'm right. going to come to you. And now That's I really what appreciate it is. that a That's lot what it is. I'm like, please don't make me leave my office, girl. I'm not going to leave Right. You. Well, I'm because like, you're, you are doing them I'm a so favor yeah. by giving them your yeah. your expertise. And so right. So that's the way to do it. May I, off, may I bring yes. you a coffee? May I Love bring it. you lunch? And then say, I have some questions about entrepreneurship. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you have no questions. Just make them up. Really? You can just, you just want a face-to-face and just show up and say, like, <laughs> tell me your story how did you get to the where people you love are? talking about people, love to talk about. people and then from yeah. there you just say like wow that's so interesting how did you go from this to this and, and then it oh, just and then you just go from there right but so, i love that let me because it's so i feel like it was a business insider article or something and it was like you can't just email someone saying i want to pick your brain yeah. let's meet up for coffee that's not convenient mm-hmm. for them like bring mm-hmm. them the coffee yes, whatever yes, it is and yeah. i love that yeah. so having a mentor is very important very important yeah. and um multiple yeah. mentors many mentors for many different things and also um you don't need to ask somebody like can you be my mentor right that sounds like a commitment right yeah you just need to get that first meeting face to face you know i'm a i'm a pheromone based dating app lady right. i'm about the human connection you know meeting and exchanging that energy in person right is very very important to solidify that connection and then figure out something about that person that they like that doesn't necessarily have to do entrepreneurship or whatever so right. for example one one guy in uh, the med center that I, I consider a mentor, he loves dogs. Okay. Well, I have a dog, and I love dogs. There and so I didn't necessarily have questions for him all the time. But once a month, I'd text him this cute, funny little picture of my dog. And Got like, it. Hope you're doing well. That guy would literally write me a recommendation letter or bend it over backwards for me any day. Really? You know, and it's just because I sent him yeah. to my dog. Yeah. Like, this lady's pretty cool, you know? <laughs> right. And you're not just, like, using him for yeah. his whatever. I mean, yeah. you're, like, keeping up yeah. the relationship. Yeah, like, you know, this is, this is good. So, that, wow. Um, and there was one other thing I do want to say, that there yeah. are some people that you want to keep close, and they aren't necessarily mentors. They're what I call sponsors. Okay. So... A sponsor is, and I have several of these, um, and I'll give one as an example. Yeah. His name's Dr. Jack Gill, and he is a professor at Rice, and he's a very well-known, like, super angel investor here in Houston. Okay. He's, I'm pretty sure he's, like, 83 years old. He does not understand how Facebook works. Like He's just Facebook. not that generation. Like, he doesn't, not, he's right, like, right, not understanding right, what I'm right. doing here. He's like, dating apps, like, what are you talking about, right? So he, on a day-to-day basis, cannot give me any mentorship. Got it. I mean, he's an old man, right? Right, like, right. We, he cannot give me a lot of advice on right. how to succeed. But what he can do is put his name on my brand and put his name on my mission, and people will follow. They're like, I if see. he believes in you, oh, all right. I'm so gonna, he believes in you. He doesn't yeah. just necessarily, he doesn't understand necessarily. He doesn't understand it, but he's like, you know, this is something. something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I've seen you work. You're dedicated. You're outspoken. You're right. confident. Right. I believe, whatever you do, I don't really understand what you're doing. Right. But I, <laughs> but I believe, believe it. You, you know. <laughs> and and so, he, so he's like a sponsor where he's he sponsor, he endorses you. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and so huh. he will invite me to speak at stuff, and he'll introduce me, and he's like, you know, I'm Dr. Jack Gill, and this is Brittany, and I believe in her and whatever she's doing, and all of a sudden the whole room is like a believer. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I call him a sponsor. Yeah. And interesting. Those are really good to have too because you need to categorize who's the person I'm meeting up for coffee for questions and right. if I met up for coffee with Dr. Jekyll like he's lovely yeah. and like it's usually just like a conversation about his grandkids or something Aww. you know yeah like, really yeah lovely. yeah and, like but he's not like mentoring yeah. you day to day. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So like it's kind of like um like a like a celebrity endorsement. Like when yeah. you have this this person that's very well known in, yeah. in an arena and yeah. they're like anything this girl does. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean that I mean mentors are important but damn like sponsors move mountains yeah you know? it's true it's true i mean even in like the social which i want to ask you about next social media but even in the social media world you get one shout out mm-hmm. on from one person that might not even have 
half a million followers. Like they might only have like under 10,000, yeah. but their community is so engaged that they right away you jump up. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. So how are you using social media, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, um, aside from how you explained it within the app but to leverage your business from that standpoint? Are you finding that Instagram is like your thing or are people in like, do you have an engaged community on social media? Um, so, you know, it's interesting because dating apps are a special kind of beast uh-huh. because people are more and more open about, hey, yeah, use yeah. dating apps, right. but at the same time, admitting that you're on a dating app is almost an admission of, like, I'm kind of desperate, especially if I'm on a DNA-based one, you know? I see and what so you're saying. there is some complications around how active people are. Makes and, like, sense, makes sense, brain, yeah, so. yeah. I'm, I uh, am not discouraged about the lack of shout-outs we get. From because, our users, to your point, exactly. Like, because people are just like, hey, this is kind of like my private life. Right. Well, and that's what really... it is. And that's what's funny because when I was asking that, I was thinking about like other just dating apps and even matchmaking sites mm-hmm. and whatever. And it is like some people don't want to admit, yeah. even if you know they're single, they don't want to admit that they're taking this next step yeah. to find someone, which yeah. I think everyone should admit because I think it's awesome. I, yeah, well, that's why you and I are on that, the podcast. Right, like, right. Yeah. I think it's like, there. what is there to be ashamed of? I feel yeah. like science, it like makes perfect sense. Yeah. But back to the sex thing, I, the science, what you said, so I, I, again, not a science person, like I probably <laughs> failed it in high school, I don't even know. So when you're attracted to someone, like, like when the sex is good, is that because of the pheromones? A, a lot of times, yes. At least the first time. So I mean, sex can get improved with communication, right? Right. You know, whatever. But uh, that that initial like your energy aura shifts Everything. when somebody walks in the room. That is biology. That's biology. You know, that is biology. That is. Um, love at first sight is uh, essentially you smelling someone's pheromones from across the room. And we don't know that we're smelling each other's pheromones, right? It's not a smell. It's It's not not like a perfume, right? So if someone walks in the room, you'll smell their pheromones unconsciously, and you'll turn to them, and your brain will release oxytocin and adrenaline, and that to us is love at first sight. Wow. And so your palms will start to get ready. You get a little... Lose your appetite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go on a first date, and you are... Or you, like, meet someone, and you were so hungry before, but then all of a sudden you're talking, uh-huh. and you're like, I'm not hungry at all. I can't eat this. Why did I order this? Or this when you first meet someone, and you're and you're just, like, those first few honeymoon stages, you're just, like, not eating. You're losing yes. all this weight. Like, you're just, that's, that's all that. That is literally biology of attraction. Yeah, you're losing weight because you lost your hunger, because you're just, like, high. You're literally high. And yes. so that's what Fairmore can quantify. Well, that's what we can that's test right. for and figure out, like, hey, when you have a 90% compatibility, we're telling you you're 90% likely to have that experience. Like 90% likely that if that guy or girl walked into a bar and you smell yes. their pheromones, and quotes again, smell their pheromones, uh-huh. you, that's what you're saying. Yes, yeah. That's yes. so wild. So when someone goes on, let's say, a date and they're just like, it just, we didn't click, we didn't click. Is that that's also, it. That's, that's it. it. That's it. Wow. That's right. But then why, and that just, so that you might not click with this person, but you click with that and it's, that's really science. Like there's science science backing that. That's so wild. I know. Isn't it so cool? That's so Uh crazy. Oh my God. That's why I also want to say though, that again, we are not mailing you your soulmate. Um, No. This is a piece of the pie, right? Right, right. Of course. There are plenty of honeymoon phases that I've had with many people and it didn't work out. Totally. Because in the end. They, we didn't share this one value that to me is a non-negotiable. Got or it. we right, didn't right. have the same, you know, lifestyle that jive. And right? that's not a DNA thing. And that's that, not a DNA thing. Right. It's because we're humans, right? Right, right. And that we're not, actually not animals, you know? Right. We're animalistic, <laughs> right. but actually not. Um, right. And so that's why we want to partner with the matchmakers and the other dating apps yeah. and taking those other qualities into account because, you know, those are really important still. Absolutely. Yeah. And so... Oh my, I just like, I'm so fascinated mm-hmm. by this because I knew I knew about it like when we were, of course, talking previously, but like how it all works and like when someone walks in, a, I mean, why would, why wouldn't someone do that? Like, why don't, I feel like everyone should do this. Yeah, like, I, I don't get it. Too. I think you should too. Yeah. I don't, I mean, especially if like, it, you could, well, you can't guarantee that the sex is good because that's what you're saying. There's not, we're human. So yeah. the DNA might match and that's all great, but maybe the communication's off yeah. because of yeah. some child, who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that exactly. you have nothing, exactly. that's not what you're involved in. No, but, but I, I will say that this is uh, the studies behind it are about like um, so okay sorry I'm just trying to find my words carefully yeah totally (laughs) go yeah so some of the research that has been done that says that these genes can actually predict 
um, infidelity. So how often in within a couple does somebody seek sexual intercourse with somebody outside of the relationship? Huh. And so what sciences have shown is that, well, the more different your immune system, the genes, the more attractive y'all are to each other and your sex life will be better. And then someone is less likely to be look in, for in it people. elsewhere. Yeah. And that wow. they, these couples actually also have more children and they've increased fertility rates. And so it definitely is about sex. It's definitely wow. about like, and when you say these couples, you mean the ones that are compatible? Yeah, the one in what? the research. That in the research, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is crazy. I know. This <laughs> I'm like just like wrapping my head around it. By the way, it. I totally I'm, ruined your like sex life and your dating life right. now because whenever I was on first dates before I found the love of my <laughs> life now, I would go on first dates and I'd be like, oh no, I'm losing my appetite. No, and people are totally like, like listening, <laughs> like, they're going to be like thinking about it, like, when a guy <laughs> walks in that a, a girl might think is hot, and be like, I'm smelling their pheromones. <laughs> like, oh no, my palms are getting sweaty. It's like, I'm just on. really interested in the couples one, though. Yeah. Like, I want my husband and I to do that. Yeah. Um, okay, so I had a question you said at the beginning. Could you talk more about the PTSD? Would you mind going back? Are you comfortable no, talking about that? About so it, yeah. what I would, yeah, just, I mean, I suffer from anxiety I had for the past 10 years I know it's different from PTSD and everything but I would love to hear yeah, um, and I know a lot of my listeners and viewers have anxiety we talk about anxiety a lot on Instagram and anyway um, so I had a pretty tumultuous uh, childhood uh-huh. filled with abuse and lots of different forms and uh-huh. for me survival was putting my head down in the books mm-hmm. and studying that was right. my dissociation mm-hmm. right right um just getting approval from school by getting trophies and a's right. and stuff that was where i got love you know right. and uh and self-esteem right. and stuff like that and so i'm grateful for that coping skill yeah because yeah that, yeah um yeah it led me to be able to get a great education and you know, but it also definitely was a coping skill because my home environment was so poor. Right. Um, so I had PTSD. I have PTSD. And Is that something uh, that ever goes away, by the way? Never, it, never uh, really goes no. away. But you learn about how to how to deal with your symptoms on a more um, compassionate way. Got it. Um, because what I used to do was just drink alcohol mm. or use drugs right. or have sex, right. you know, or whatever I could to not feel, feel right. my body. Honestly, PTSD is all about, like, cutting yourself off from your body. It's about saying, like, I just want to be all up in my head. I just want to be a thinker. I just want to be a doer. And right. I don't want to have any feelings. Because so you're your body, numb. Yeah. To, okay. You're trying to numb yourself. Wow. And um, through work, through yep, emails, yep. through whatever, you yeah, know? Yeah, totally. And uh, I ended up actually getting into recovery. So I have about seven years sober. Wow, that's, um, congratulations. Yeah. That's great. And so um, once that stopped, the PTSD yeah. actually got worse, which is because I was using that to right, numb it. Right, um, right, And uh, about two years ago, it just got to a point where my brain started to be like, you know what, maybe we should kill ourselves. And I was like, you know, I don't want to oh. die. You know? Like you had like, suicide, but suicidal I had thoughts. thoughts. Yeah. I kept having these thoughts that were like, this is too much. We can't deal with these nightmares anymore. We can't deal with these oh, flashbacks gosh. anymore. We can't deal with right. the... Uh, you know, dissociation in the middle of class and we can't focus. Like maybe we, in, you know, your brain is just trying to offer a solution. Right. right it's right. not. And when I started to realize that for about three months, my, my head kept saying like, Hey, maybe this is an option. I said, you know what? This is out of control. Right. I can't. And so you, you yeah. said it like you were the one that decided. I, that I cannot live a life where on like a daily basis, I'm that's like on the to-do list potentially, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, I, I've always known that I am meant for something bigger. Mm-hmm. I should not be where I am today, given my upbringing, given uh, the circumstances, given that I have the addiction gene, you know, mm. like I should not be where I am on uh, the things that I've gone through. And uh, so I don't know. I just kind of, uh, and you so, were, so you said 30 days, were you, some, so you yeah, were I went to it, there, tech, I, I always thought there was only rehabs, but yeah. it turns out there's like rehabs for, um, mental wellness as well. Huh. I had no idea. Like retreats yeah. or not yeah. a retreat? Oh, it well, is. retreats, but also like yeah. actual treatment. And huh. so I looked up like trauma rehab. Right, right. there's actually, um, rehabilitation centers huh. for people with PTSD and there's like the trauma track. Wow. And so I went in for 30 days and learned about what my brain was doing on PTSD. Right. What is that? And I realized that one, I was not unique and that this is common. Right. right. And two, that, um, it just, I always just thought I was like so weird. Like, why does this happen? Or why do I do this? Or what right. is this? And it was just, they educated me. on like, this is all because of that, you know, and you are not weird. Right. And you're not right. totally broken. And like, this is, you are a, 
very typical case of PTSD. Wow. Sorry to let you know. You're right, ready. right. You're not but, the only one that, right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But what, they, what they did was they taught me about, you know, you uh, have to get in touch with your body. And so it was very much about yoga, acupuncture, yeah. um, asking my body how it feels about decisions. Mm-hmm, and, uh, mm-hmm. and and all those skills led me to now be somebody who meditates and does yoga every morning. Every day. Yeah. Wow. Because um, if I don't, I become a uh, reactor instead mm-hmm, of a responder. Mm-hmm, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I'm just angry at everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm sad about everything. Right, you know? Wow. Um, and is PTSD, is it like, just, I'm not, I'm familiar with anxiety. Like mm-hmm. anxiety, you can go on a medicine and it, I mean, I still get it, but like, the medicine, I, I'm, on a, I'm on Zoloft every day. Like, yeah. can, is, does medicine help PTSD or that's something like yeah, because, it can? Yeah, because PTSD is interesting because the symptoms can manifest into depression. It right. can manifest as anxiety. Right. It can manifest okay. as, you know, all Got those it. things. That's yeah. why a lot of people are diagnosed as bipolar instead of PTSD because they're like, whoa, you're sad for two days and then like oh, yeah. really intense for two days. You yeah. must have bipolar and it's actually right. just like. No, my brain's on trauma. <laughs> you wow. know, like it's trying to coordinate yeah. molecules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's manifesting in all these different ways. So, oh my gosh. Um, you know, yeah. It's so funny you say that about medication because one time yeah. I was speaking pretty candidly about this at a at a talk. Yeah. And um, the 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 guy who was hosting my talk at the end, he came up to me and he was like, oh, I have a question. So like, how'd you get over that anxiety? And I was like, I take medication. Right. And right. he was like dumbfounded by that. But I was really? like, you know, I'm not yeah. up here talking about how I no. just conquered it and it's totally no. gone. Like right. this is a daily routine. You're still dealing with you know? it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my, no, I told I, I went on Zoloft <laughs> like six years ago, I think it was maybe almost seven. I was very resistant to it first. Cause I'm like, I'm not touching medication. Yeah. I don't, I, I very resistant. And mm-hmm. finally I was like, why am I living this? This yeah. isn't fair. Mm-hmm. So I went on the medication and it fucking yep. changed my life. Yep. Like yep. it was the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And, and yeah. I like to be open about it because um, I rarely saw myself at the front of the classroom or on the auditorium or at the podium. I rarely right. saw women like me. I rarely saw the attitude that I have, which yeah. is one that is like, hey, I'm going to speak the truth. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Hashtag rare- no filter. <laughs> <laughs> and I rarely saw um, people up there saying that, yeah, I'm in recovery. Mm-hmm. Or I rarely pe- saw people up there saying, yeah, my childhood looked like this. Or, right. yeah, I struggle with right. depression. Right. And I was like, so what happened was my entire life I was like, I don't think I can be that person because I'm nothing like them. You know? I have right. nothing in common with them. They don't... I've their life is very different from mine, which now that I'm here, right. by the way, they probably all have PTSD. They probably right. all have alcoholism. I like, think everyone has something. Right. I never heard it. And so I thought, well, damn, I'm never going to be able to be at that podium one day. I'm never going to be that keynote oh speaker. Gosh. Right. And so I decided like, if I ever do make it, which I hope to even, you know, quote unquote, you've it made it bar, girl. Jeez, you've made it. Change the world. Right. Um, I want to be someone who speaks candidly about yeah. it, you know? Yeah. And I don't want it to be my only mission, right? There's lots of people out there with, uh, I just did another podcast yeah. for uh, Grateful & Co., you know, uh-huh. like about gratitude yeah, and yeah, yeah. awareness. Yeah. And like, that's her one mission. And mine is like, hey, I want to be a scientist. I want to yeah. be a CEO and yeah. be an entrepreneur. And by the way, guess what? I have PTSD. I'm in recovery. Right. You know, I want it to be like I can hold both. Yes, the same exactly. Story, you know? Exactly. And I think there's something, I mean, it, it humanizes, like for a lot mm. on social media, like you're you're following these people. Not that it's, it's an anonymous because they see your face on there, but it's like, who is this person behind the screen? But then when you share your experience, it like humanizes the person yeah. and then you connect and it's like, yeah. I'm telling you the Instagram stories that I get the most engagement on are when I talk about my anxiety. Zoloft, when I talk about my fear of flying, when I, I mean, things like that, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, real shit. Stuff, <laughs> yeah. 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 That, and are, are you a big proponent in therapy? Like, has oh, that, yeah. Girl, okay. I've got like three counselors. <laughs> nice. Nice. I'm obsessed with my therapist. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah no therapy. Like, I mean that too. And when I talk about therapy, oh my God, I ended up ha- like referring my therapist to people mm-hmm. because that people want people, people can connect. Yeah, it's so, yeah. it's unbelievable. I mean, so we have a company like Google calendar, right? Yeah. And yeah. Like, Tuesday is 4.30 to 5.30. I have it in the company calendar. It says Brit busy. You know, and everyone knows. Right. Like, Brit goes to counseling, you Right, know? right, right. Um, it's, I, I think everyone should have a, oh, someone to go to like yeah, that. Yeah. Even if you don't think you have problems, you probably do. And even if you don't, still, yeah. for maintenance. Yeah. But, um, okay, this is, I feel like we totally got off topic, but I just, like, there's so much I want to talk to you about. All right, so back to Fairmore. Now, what... Talk about the success of Fairmore. People on it, are they going on one date you're seeing or two dates or multiple? How Talk about that. 
Yeah, so it's actually um, really exciting. Yeah. Uh, because, again, it's all kind of like a big experiment. No one's done it before. Right, right. I know right. the science is real, but now it's in the marketplace. And they're telling right. me, how is it actually working for humans on a dating app? Right. And what we have realized is that people go on more second dates on using Faramore than on any other dating app. That's amazing. And it's amazing. And very, very peculiar. Again, the whole like scientist turned entrepreneur. I'm like, oh, this data is right. very interesting. <laughs> right, right, you're right. Mean, you, you, know? love <laughs> you love data. Like, what does this mean? And so we start, we cold call people all the time. We email people all the time. Right. Like, hey, we're still a startup and we want advice. Like, we want, yeah. Like, tell us more, tell us more. So we were like, why are people going on more second dates? Like, yeah. That's so interesting. So we did these interviews and they said, well, you know, on other dating apps, I, I would have gone on a first date with this person, um, but unless the date was perfect, I would have just gone back to swiping that evening, you know? Uh. But you said that we were 85% compatible. And so, you know, even though our first date, he was a little weird, he said something awkward right. or whatever, he was a little late or, you know, I decided to give him another chance. And I went on another date and, you know, the second date was pretty good. And now wow. we've, gone, we've gone on six dates and we've actually deleted the app, you know? And so what I That's realized- That's a true story? True story. Oh my gosh. Like, story after story after story. Yeah. We have, at this point, we have a, probably like 30 successful couples. Are you Since serious? September. Since September, yeah. Holy shit. And yeah. this, we're not even in February. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah. And so what, what I've realized is like, oh my gosh, we are humanizing dating using data. And what that means is that because we're telling people, here's the data, this person, you're compatible with them, they're giving them more of a human chance. Rather right. than this like swiping random cultural, whatever, you yep. know, well, I'll get copied for 10 minutes and mm -hmm. unless I like am absolutely head yep. over heels, yep. I'm gonna go swipe again. And instead, they're like, you know what, like I wasn't head over heels, but Barrymore's data says, yes, yes, so I'm gonna go another day. Honestly, and this is not, he he knows this, the guy I'm dating now, yeah, our first two dates, I, I thought he'd be perfect for my roommate. No. Yeah, our first two dates, I wasn't like head over heels. I so I was going to ask that. you about that. How? So it's not always love at first sight. Sometimes it builds. So you obviously you believe in it building because yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But like the first date, the second date might be okay, but then it, it builds up whatever the the uh, connection, everything, yeah. the conversation. Because yeah. what I think what we're trying to fight now is there's a there's a struggle between biology and true connection. Which by the way, my boyfriend and I have fantastic chemistry. Yeah. But what I was battling in those first two dates that I had. To get through to feel the real chemistry right. was he's a ginger. I've never dated ginger. Is that really what your hang up was? Like, well, the, uh, um, amongst others, so right. ginger. Um, <laughs> he uh, he was su he's uh, he's a runner. He's a marathon. Okay, runner. I've always liked bigger guys. Okay, you know? okay. So he's okay. more like thin and lanky, right? You know, and I was like, oh, yeah, he's ginger. He's like, right. He's also uh, he's an elementary school music teacher. I, I was always thinking I should date a CEO. I should oh. date an MBA. She date a doctor. You know. So there's these things, but they were manif manifested within my own self, limiting who I was dating because I thought I needed to have this, this, and this. And instead, science said, "Girl, this is the guy, though." And now you totally feel. And now I'm like, like I love him. Oh he's my god! <laughs> Everyone should date that music teacher. And that's like amazing. I want to meet him. I wish he's here. So you, but that really like now it's like is it almost funny looking back at the oh, first suit when I, you're like oh, I can't believe I even like really for real. <laughs> and I'm like thank God I listened to the data and went on you know one more date with him. One wow. more date because because had there not been the data to back that you. Yeah, I would have been like, no, I have nope. a checklist to yep. check. And you'll go swipe again yeah. or something. Wow. Uh -huh. That's amazing. Yes. That's amazing. Okay, so if someone wants to download it, they go to the App Store, Fairmore. Yeah. Um, website is... Fairmore.com. And Instagram, what's all... Is it all just Fairmore? Oh, Fairmore. <laughs> it's really oh, hard, Fairmore. guys. <laughs> P-H-E-R-A-M-O-R. -E yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, okay, anything else? This was so interesting. Um, just that uh, if you have downloaded Fairmore, you have a success story, please tell us. Yes. Please, please share. Oh, and then maybe we'll share. do a podcast podcast about it that could yeah. be fun having a success story yeah, like definitely. have the two of them and then we're going to talk about getting the kit for, or doing something I want my couples. husband at yeah, yeah the couple so thing if you're in a couple um, if you're in a relationship take a uh, keep an eye out for wehavechemistry.com so is it through but it's not through Fairmore you it's can't powered by Fairmore powered but, by but um, it's going to be a separate separate website. okay so just keep an eye out social yeah. media all yeah. the things um, this was awesome thank you thank so you so much so alright and as always you can follow me at Julie Lauren 14 thank you so much again and I will talk to you very soon bye